great things are in store for you as you tune into BU to the Full Radio Show with Janice McMillian. Did you know that what you project to the world is based on subconscious cues, good or bad? Everything you need to restructure your mind so that you can become you to the full starts here. You'll hear powerful, life-changing, mind-renewing messages that will awaken you to be, do, and have what's divinely yours so that you could be the person you see in your heart. Welcome to my show, Be You to the Full. I'm Janice McMillan, your host. This platform encourages you to be mentally masterful in life so that you can be you to the full. In Proverbs 23, 7, it says, as a man thinketh, so is he or she. And that's my platform on which I stand as it relates to this broadcast. I believe being you to the full occurs once our minds have been renewed and old thoughts abandoned to eliminate the blockages that we have. And I just want to say, we all have mental blocks that need to be challenged in order for us to become more aware. And that's the premise behind what I do with Be You to the Full. So thank you for tuning in. Now, I usually ask a question every week for the purpose of stirring up your thoughts and your mind. And today, I want to prepare you for today's message by asking one simple question. And the question is, do you believe that you can get what you want if you find it within yourself? And the question will be answered within this message today. I want to talk about deferred occupancy. And in order for me to crystallize this statement for you, I want to start with two examples. Um, on what I believe will help you to get a, um, just get an idea of what I'm talking about as it relates to deferred occupancy. So let's start with scenario number one. Now, I want you to imagine yourself purchasing a beautiful house in the neighborhood that you dreamed of forever, okay? Now, the deed has been transferred over. The boxes are all packed up for you to move into the house. You know, you put your address change in with the post office. The movers have been scheduled, and you've taken off from work to make this thing happen, right? And the day has finally arrived for you to exchange addresses from where you are to where you're going to live, the new address. But something is holding you back. You're still waiting on that one thing that will make this transaction complete. And even though it's a small thing, nevertheless, you've still decided to wait until it is in place so that you can enjoy the bigger picture of living in your new home. Now, what could possibly hold you back from moving into your new home? Uh, Deferred occupancy? (laughs) Now, this question needs an answer. So we're going to Keep on moving to scenario number two. You've been in prison where the gate is wide open and there are no guards occupying the gate, okay? Everything is open and at stand. Walk through me. And you can leave if you really, really want to. 
And you don't have to wait on the warden to pardon you. You know, you don't have to wait on him to, you know, give you your papers and say, okay, you're free. But you have become so comfortable with the other prisoners that you stay. And maybe you're staying because you're waiting on another opportunity to leave. Maybe it's not the not not the right moment for you. Maybe you have just gotten so comfortable in that zone and in that space that you don't want to leave. So what does each one of these scenarios suggest to you? Two words, deferred occupancy. You know, what we desperately want in life, you know, we just somehow leave it for a future date. You know, we we just kind of get locked in into, you know, the passage of time. You know, we, we just think that, oh, we, you know, we got, we got time, I got time, you got time, you know. We are so used to this approach, you know. And I, we'll, we get used to I'll wait on this to happen or I'll wait on that to happen before I do this or before I do that, you know. And we as a people are so tuned into – when the time is right approach. You know, I've never seen so many people just align with that mindset. I'm only going to do it when the time is right. You know, when I see the evidence of, you know, maybe a purple bird flying through the sky, you know, or if I see that pigeon walking across my ledge at work or, you know, and he has a red, white, and blue scarf on or, you know, I'm going to wait until I see that yellow um, Volkswagen that has a, a, a black flag on the top, you know, drive by me. You know, we, <laughs> we are just so tuned into when the time is right approach. And we're always looking for that sign, okay? But the state of freedom is yours right now. And it's meant to walk in now, not in the future. You know, I I was reading something today that says your point of power exists in your now. I'm going to say that again because I I don't think y'all heard that. Your point of power exists in your now. And you may think, okay, well, is this a physical state? No, it's not always a physical state. It's a mental state more than anything else, you know. And that state is that you first have to occupy it in your mind. You must see it in your mind's eye and bring it here where you are right now, you know. So often we don't move into certain spaces because we've not occupied them first mentally, maybe even spiritually, And when I say spiritually, I'm saying I'm using your mind, your imagination, your thoughts, your feelings to dwell in that space. You know, even the Word of God talks about um, make the vision plain. And what is vision? Vision is imagination. Look it up. Vision is imagination. So in example number one, The person who was to move in the house still considered himself an outsider to living in that house. 
You know, he never moved into it because he didn't first move into it in his mind. He hadn't, he, he had not walked around in his mind. He didn't, ha- he didn't walk around the kitchen. He didn't walk around the bedroom. He didn't lay on the bed in his mind. He didn't, he didn't sit by the fireplace in his mind in his new house. You know, he never reconciled the entire transaction of moving into his house in his thoughts. He didn't see it in his mind. And that's why he couldn't make it happen in reality, because he felt there was still something else that needed to be done before he could be satisfied in moving. You know, he needed to dwell in that space even before moving into it. This is some good stuff here, okay? And if you just tuned in, this is Janice McMillan with BU to the Full, and today I'm talking about deferred occupancy. Now, in example number one, I talked about the man hesitating, not being ready, not, um, not forcefully occupying his space. Well, in example number two, which I believe was a more powerful example, it depicts how it's more of a mindset that will keep someone in prison when he or she has every right to walk in freedom. Instead of the physical, you got to first see it in your, in your mind. And I think oftentimes, even when people finally get un, unimprisoned, I don't know if that's a word or not, you know, they have to, you know, they have to first, even before they walk out the gate, they have to break out of the oppression that they've been uh, subject to, even while they're there. Because I think it's better in their assimilation, when they, can, when they know that they're free behind bars, they can become even more freer outside. You know, years ago, I heard a, a famous preacher exhort people in the prison system to not be occupied with the imprisonment in their physical situation, but to rather hold in their mindsets a state or, or a picture of freedom. You know, he encouraged them, you know, he said, I want you to believe and know a freedom that can occupy, that you can occupy while you're still behind bars. You know, he said, you don't have to be physically free to be uh, mentally free. You can be mentally free, which can precipitate your physical freedom. And oftentimes it ushers you into your physical space. You know, too many of us have been fertilized with the mindset of due season. And I know I'm speaking to some people here because, you know, that word due season is a very, uh, you know, it's a cliche word that, you know, we love to toss around, you know, especially in certain circles. You know, you know we believe that everything comes in due season, you know, due season, due season, due season. And in other words, as long as you wait through the passage of time for something, you've met the criteria to receive it. To me, can I break it down? I think that's utterly nonsense. And if you follow this belief, you'll be waiting forever for whatever you desire. I believe that so many people have been have tied into and have brought into and have aligned with due season, just due season. You know, and I know it's scriptural, I know it's spiritual, but, you know, I don't know how many times I heard this in the church. I, I just don't know. And 
And for me, it helped me in bondage because I felt if I just wait on the Lord and be of good courage, it would happen for me. And you know what? I waited for a daggone long time, and I felt unnecessarily I waited because I bought into this due season thing. And I don't really believe that that due season word was truly, truly, truly dissected to where people could truly, truly understand the the pre-process of due season. You know, we just kind of like, you know, throw that word around and then we sit on our egg and be like, okay, this thing going to crack in due season. It's just going to crack in due season, you know. And it, 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 it doesn't, um, it doesn't, we don't talk about all of the things that we have the power to do. Remember, the, the, the point of power is in, exists in your now. Okay, <laughs> you know, I, I believe we should always reevaluate our beliefs and feelings about certain things on a, on a regular basis. You know, the world's belief systems are designed to hold you back because they are based on limited beliefs, even those that are hurled at us from the pulpit. Foundational to the world system is seeing it to believe it. And we all at one time or another have followed this mindset and belief system. And in my opinion, it has not served many of us very well, not at all. I have found out that it is so difficult to follow this way of living. It has cost me many years of unnecessary waiting. I said that a second ago. And many of you who are listening to me right now have been in the same mindset, and you've waited until you ran out of time. I no longer wish to live in that fashion. There's a better way to respond to life, in my opinion. And if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Janice McMillan with VU to the Full, and today I'm talking about deferred occupancy. You know, the notion that we just put off, you know, we give time our desires, we give time our wishes and our wants and our, you know, our, our passion. We give time everything, and we just put it out there in, the, in time, in the world, and we say, oh, you know, I'll meet up with you one day. I'll meet up with you. <laughs> you know, I, I believe our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions play a big part in how we manifest our reality. And, yes, we can manifest our reality. You know, our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions, I, I would say can be considered our order form in life, okay? And I want you to imagine a form that is presented to you daily asking the question, what do you want? What do you want? The key is in deciding what you want. And when you approach life from that perspective, it makes a deferred occupancy life plan no longer part of how you navigate and operate in your human existence. So if this has been the way of life for you, allow me to share a few things to help you to recalibrate your mind, your emotions, and thoughts so that you can occupy your space in the right now moment of life. Number one, I would encourage you to fertilize your human imagination. 
We so often operate in the natural, but I say to you, do supernatural. We all have an inner army that is waiting for us to create. And actually, we are the operant power in our life. That's our little army, which means you must fertilize your human imagination daily. It's so important to visualize your greater self. Who is that person? What does he or she look like? You know, close your eyes and ask yourself, who is the greater expression of myself? In your imagination, think, act, and feel until you become this person. It's not difficult to do. That's how you defeat a deferred occupancy mindset. And I have adopted the practice of meditation, and it allows me to cleanse my mind of foolishness and tap into my greater self so that I can be able to see what I want for my life. It quiets down my, the, the, the propensity for all the different conversations and thoughts and you know, ideas, you know, I mean, when, when we are left to ourselves, all of that stuff continues to go on. We're the only ones that know our thoughts. We're the only ones that know the things that are transmitting within us. But at some point, you have to quiet yourself down. And for me, meditating quiets myself down where I can imagine, where I can create the vision and make it plain, where I can ask myself, what is it that you want? And I can ask myself, what is the greater expression of me? I think we owe that to ourselves. Number two, I believe that we have to find it within. You know, you can get what you want when you find it within yourself. You know, I believe the answers are in all of us. I believe that God has in, it just imparted so much on the inside of us, but we're always looking on the outside for the answer. We never go within. We never trust our own instincts, our intuition. We never trust that inner the inner voice of God that lives on the inside of us, the infinite God, the one that created, you know, we don't even trust that. We're, we're, we're looking for the answers on the, you know, 5 o'clock news, 4 o'clock news, 7 o'clock news. You know, that's where our answers are. Our answers are with the people at church. Our answers are with our best friend, our, you know, our mother, our father. They, we, we put so much stock in those answers when the you can find it within. You know, so in the scenarios I mentioned earlier in this broadcast, the obvious was not identified first within themselves. You know, the way out of difficulties lie in locating it within and agreeing with it with your emotions, feelings, and thoughts. And it sounds simple and easy, but it's all about putting the Christ consciousness in you to work. Remember, as within, so without. So whatever is in you is going to manifest out. So why not go in and, and, 
and challenge and, re, and, and renew and adjust and, and find out what, what's going on within. And if it's not to your liking, change it. Number three, stop postponing good for future dates. You know, this is deferred occupancy at its finest. Okay, I mean, if, if you were to look up deferred occupancy in the um, dictionary, you would say you would see postponement for a future date. <laughs> and when we do this, we perpetuate the same mistakes over and over again, thinking that we are advancing forward. When I realized I was doing this, I immediately knew it no longer served me because I didn't see the fruit I desired. And I believe you, you always need to be able to see the fruit that you desire. I believe that when you are tuned in to the now and to how to create from now, you can see the fruit. You know, you are an internal being. And what you think you are waiting for, you already possess it because it's in you. So stop postponing the good that you want for future days. You just have to believe that it's already in you and that you have to elevate your mind and recognize the I am mind, which is the highest place of manifestation in you. Because if God is in you, that means the God of I am is in you, which means that you already are what you desire. You already are what you want to see possessed on the screen of your life. So stop postponing the good that's already available to you, for you, for future date. You can walk in good now. You know, do you have to see it? Do you have to really see it manifested? No, but to believe that it's already manifested is a different thing. It's a totally different mindset. Number four, walk in your blank ticket. You know, we hear all the time that all things are possible, and that sounds good, doesn't it? You know, we throw that word around. We, you know, that's another thing that we throw around. Girl, all things are possible with God. All things are possible with God. But is that all to it, just saying it? Because we say it a lot, but we really, really don't believe that. <laughs> we don't believe that. You know, your possibility is not golden until it is made into reality, okay? And how does that happen? Until you fill that blank ticket in by deciding and affirming exactly what you want, that statement will just be a good statement in your word vocabulary and religious rhetoric, okay? So do you already see possibility in your mind? You know, even before it manifests out there, it is is all things possible for you? Is it? I know you can't answer me, but I want you to ask yourself so that you can answer yourself. Are all things possible for you? You know, recently I started, I was, I've been listening to this, this video, and um, this encourager, this um, healer, this exhorter, uh, she just she she puts out an affirmation. She put out an affirmation that says, "All things, things always work for me. Things always work out for me." 
And she had a whole hour of just saying that over and over again. And I, you know, I listened to it. I mean, she said it for literally an hour. All things work out for me. And I started saying that for a whole hour, you know. And I just started feeling myself believing that. I mean, it just grabbed a hold of my inner being to the extent where I, I just felt like things just bubbled up on the inside of me. And I, I just grabbed hold onto the belief that all things always work out for me. And do I have to say it right now? No, but they always work out for me. And I just kept saying it over and over and over and over and over again. And it is my intention when I go to bed to have that thing continuously play in the background because all things always work out for me. You know, you must believe and know that the I am is God in action in you. And regardless to whether or not you see it on the screen of life, all things always work out for you because that's the state of God. That, that is who he is. That is the nature of God, that all things work out for you. All things work together for good is another way of saying it. So you've got to believe that. You've got to walk in that. Number five, review your beliefs and feelings consistently. Again, I talk about the world's belief system, how it holds us all back with its limitation, its unbelief, its doubt, and its fear. And it's what kept the person in the second scenario that I shared with you wanting to stay in prison. He didn't want to go nowhere because it was his, her, safely. And they had the ability to step out into the unknown and experience life abundantly. But what was inside was more desirable than what was out there. And that's how the world wants you to interpret life. Wait for the right time. Get prepared for you to make that jump. Girl, you better stay put. (laughs) You know, these are common statements from people when you are about to step into your greater. You know, you hear that all the time. You know, girl, you better prepare for it. Girl, girl, you try to start your own business. Girl, I heard that you need to at least have like a year's savings in the bank. Girl, you better, you better put a business plan together that is 10 pages long. Girl, you better stay on that good government job until, you know, you can save enough money. You know, girl, you better stay put. You know, and as I said, these are common statements from people when you're about to step into your greater, you know, and you must step into the unknown without permission. You don't need nobody's permission to step into your greater. You don't need nobody's permission to step into your unknown. And more importantly, you have to step above it. Stop living by your senses where the limitation resides. That's where our nemesis is. You know, our limitations um, abide with what we see, what we hear, what we smell, but what we um, touch. You know, what's the other one? What we um, speak. <laughs> you know, that's where our limitation is with our senses. Because our senses is the, the it's, it, we, we take in the world system through our senses. And if you're living by your senses all the time, you're living in limitation. You're living in limitation. You know, I was um, 
my fiance and I were, were putting together a cruise for um, a future date. And so we, we are, you know, sending information out to people, you know, hey, you know, celebrate with us, celebrate with us, celebrate with us. And, you know, I, I, I gave it to her. Well, he passed it on to a, a, a young lady, and she was like, mm, I'm just going to wait and see how things turn out with this crisis. You know, I want to make sure that I am safe living by your senses. Where's the faith? You know, church people are the most scaredest people I've ever met. I'm just going to wait and see. I, I'm, I'm just going to stay barricaded in my house in the closet with a gun. <sighs> Living by your limitations. Living by your senses. Where is your faith? Where is your belief that the God I am is in action through you? <sighs> Let me move on. Number six, detach from the tribe. Now, this is a big one. Once I started to transform my mind, it was important for me to turn down the volume of what I had held on to for so long. And here's something that I want you to to observe, okay? I'm literally I'm giving you an assignment. Listen to yourself all day long. Listen to how you view life and how you communicate what you see and feel about life. Then go on Facebook and I can guarantee you that you'll see a million youths expressing just like you, thinking like you and feeling like you. And this is the tribal mindset. You know, we all have taken on the identity of the tribe. And I had two, so don't think I'm beating up on you, but I've left the collective. And you must know that you are an individual. You must win back your power to think for yourself and walk in your own reality without apologies. So go beyond the limitations of the collective. Believe me, you'll have to tug with the resistance that's in you because it doesn't want to be free. It doesn't want to be different from everyone because we get our cues from the tribe. But the tribe is often blind to freedom. You must know that you and you alone are a powerful, positive person like no one else. And the last one, number seven, finally create and visualize your life. Stimulate your feelings into believing a new reality. And I usually take about five to ten minutes a day to visualize the life that I want. I use my mind to visualize. I see myself being part of the reality I wish to participate in. And when you were a child, what did you do? You imagined and you lived in a fantasy world. But as adults, we live in facts and logic. The notion is if you can only touch it, taste it, and feel it, it's real, but not so. There is a reality out here that we have neglected, and it's the realm of the spirit that encompasses everything that we do. Remember, we are more than natural. We are supernatural. Grab hold of the super and shape your world with an imaginative mind. Thank you for listening to my broadcast today, Deferred Occupancy. You know, you are welcome to visit my site at www. 
BeYouToTheFull.com, and that's B-E-U, the number two, the full with two L's.com, and learn more about how you can be you to the full and live in your place of divine occupancy. And while you're there, get my free book, Unafraid and Full of Passion. Yeah. And if you want to express to the world that you are once and for all being you to the full, get my T-shirt and get with the movement. Shipping and handling is free. Check out my site for that. And I also want to say that I have a three-month coaching membership that will help you get down your yellow brick road. Month one, what are we talking about? Creating your own reality using the 98%. Month two, we're choosing sides. And month three, we're creating life in sevens plus webinars. I'll work with you directly for three months as we work through some of your blind spots and get you thinking correctly and back on track. Let's do the work together. I am here to serve you. Thank you for listening. I'm Janice McMillan, your certified life coach. Until next time, be the person who God says you can be. Thank you for tuning in to Be You to the Full. Join us again 